I'm Pastor Daniel Morris, and you're listening to Sharing the Bread of Life, a podcast by St. Timothy's Lutheran Church in Skokie, Illinois. Whether you're a first-time listener or a regular subscriber, I pray that Christ feeds you from the stories and testimony you'll hear today. We do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. May the Lord fill you with every good thing, and may you have enough left over to share. A reading from Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Again he began to teach beside the sea. Such a very large crowd gathered around him, and he got into a boat on the sea and sat there, while the whole crowd was beside the sea on land. He began to teach them many things in parables, and in his teaching he said to them, Listen, a sower went out to sow, and he sold. Some seeds fell on the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where it did not have much soil, and it sprang up quickly, since it had no depth of soil. And when the sun rose, it was scorched, and since it had no root, it withered away. Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew and choked it, and yielded no grain. Other seeds fell into good soil, and brought forth grain, growing up and increasing and yielding thirty and sixty and a hundredfold. And he said, Let anyone with ears to hear listen. When he was done, those who were around him, along with the twelve, asked him about the parables. And he said to them, To you has been given the secret of the kingdom of God. But for those outside, everything comes in parables, in order that they may look indeed look not perspective not 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 but not perceive and may indeed listen but not understand so that they may not again turn and be forgiven then he said to them do you not understand this parable parable and he then he then how will will you understand all the parables the sower sows the word there are the ones in the path the words are is sown, and they are here. Let sa- <clears throat> Satan immediately comes and takes away the word that is sown in, in them. And these are the ones sown on rocky ground. And they hear the word. They immediately receive it with joy. But they have not no root and endure only a while for a while. And then trouble or persecution arises on account of the word. Immediately they fall away. And others, those sown among the thorns, those are <clears throat> ones who hear the word. But, but the cares of the world and the lures of wealth and the desire for other things come in and choke the word, and it yields nothing. And these are the ones sown on good soil. They hear the word and accept it and bear fruit, thirty and sixty and a hundredfold. He said to them, is a lamp brought in to be put under the bushel basket or under the bed and not on the lampstand? For there is nothing hidden except for the disclosed, nor is there anything secret except to come to light. Let anyone with ears to hear listen. And he said to them, pay attention to what you hear. The measure you give will be the measure you get, and still more will be given you. For to those who have, more will be given. And from those who have nothing, 
even what they have will be taken away. He also said, The kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter seed on the ground, and would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow. He does not know how. The earth produces of itself first the stalk, then the head, then the full grain in the head. When the grain is ripe, at once he goes in with his sickle because the harvest has come. He also said, with what can we compare the kingdom of God, or what parable will be used for it? It is like a mustard seed, which when sown upon the ground, it is the smallest of all the seeds on earth. And yet, when it is sown, it grows up and becomes the greatest of all shrubs and puts forth large branches so the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. With many such parables, he spoke the word to them as they were able to hear and not speak to them except in parables. But he explained everything in private to his disciples. The Gospel of the Lord. In college, I had the opportunity to travel with my jazz ensemble to Italy. We spent three weeks performing in jazz clubs and schools from Rome to Milan. We went sightseeing in our free time. That's when I saw Michelangelo's statue of David. The smooth marble figure was clearly sculpted by a Renaissance master. The other night, I came across a quote attributed to Michelangelo. He said that the figures he sculpted were already there, hidden in the blocks of marble, waiting to be set free by his hammer and chisel. Still, it takes the eye of a master sculptor to see a figure like David hidden within a chunk of rock. It's amazing how a priceless work of art can be concealed by something so ordinary. As I consider Jesus' parables for the kingdom of God, I am reminded of Michelangelo and his blocks of marble. Jesus' parables appear as ordinary as rock. They're about things like farming, lamps, and mustard seeds. Yet something about the kingdom of God is hidden within each one like a priceless sculpture. Takes the eye of a master to see it. This, of course, is a problem because most of us are not master artists. We struggle to see the divine truth hidden underneath the surface of these marble stories. Even Jesus' own disciples struggled to see it. Mark says that they asked Jesus about his parables, and Jesus responded, To you has been given the secret of the kingdom of God. But one verse later, Jesus responds to their blank stares, saying, Do you not understand this parable? Then how will you understand all the parables? Maybe Jesus just wasn't that good a preacher. Or maybe they just didn't get it yet. Either way, Jesus seemed concerned that his disciples could not see the kingdom lurking beneath the surface. They had been given the secret to the, of the kingdom of God. 
But they appear just as lost and confused as any outsider. Their confusion reminds me of how easy it is to hear words and fail to understand their meaning. They remind me how easy it is to see actions, yet fail to grasp their significance. By now you know that I am a major Star Wars fan. I read many reviews of the latest Star Wars movie over the past month. Reactions to the movie have been mixed. Some lauded as a fitting end to the nine-episode saga, that others despise it as a nostalgic binge that walks back some of the more interesting storylines and the most culturally relevant ones of the last two movies. I wasn't sure what to expect when Amanda and I went to see it last week. And I discovered that the storyline had more depth to it than the critics had led me to believe. On the surface, the final Star Wars movie might appear to be culturally irrelevant and nostalgic. However, I think that those who love it as such and those who don't have missed the subtext of the entire saga. I saw in this movie a scathing critique of our commander-in-chief's conduct. I heard the call for a populist revolution to drive out the forces of manipulation, deception, corruption, and abuse which threaten our country from both sides of the aisle. Critics who missed this heard the words and failed to understand the meaning. Critics who missed this saw the actions and failed to grasp their significance. It's too easy to see the marble and miss the figure hidden within. So what does this mean for us as we struggle with Jesus' parables and struggle to perceive the kingdom of God beneath the marble surface? Jesus' disciples were lucky. They had the privilege of having Jesus explain everything to them. However, further reading in Mark's Gospel suggests that even Jesus' disciples were still lost and still confused despite the extra tutoring. Meanwhile, Jesus assured them in another parable that nothing, nothing is hidden except to be disclosed, nor is anything secret except to come to light. The marble would not remain opaque forever. Eventually, everything would be revealed. This means that there is hope for us, even though we are not master artists. God's kingdom is here, even if we don't understand it. God's reign is now, even if we can't perceive it. Jesus assured his disciples that God's kingdom would not remain hidden forever. Perhaps that is why he taught his disciples to pray, saying, Your kingdom come. Like Michelangelo's David, 
God's kingdom would emerge from the marble with one masterful stroke at a time. And who is the artist who wields the hammer and chisel? None but the Holy Spirit. The revelation of the kingdom is ongoing throughout history. It will only be revealed in its fullness at the end of time. Meanwhile, we live with prayerful attention to God's word and to God's world so that we might cooperate with God's reign. God's word finds its truest expression on the cross of Christ. On the cross of Christ, God's world finds its most authentic self. The Holy Spirit stands at the intersection of word and world with chisel in hand. Parable by parable, conversation by conversation, action by action, the hidden form of the kingdom is being set free among us. The only prayer that we have is that we might have eyes and ears to recognize it. Do not be concerned if Jesus' parables don't make sense to you. Do not be concerned if the latest sermon that you heard left you confused or if you feel biblically illiterate. Do not be concerned if all you see is the whitewashed marble surface. And do not give up. The Holy Spirit is chipping away at the marble one stroke at a time so that we might enjoy the kingdom in this place. God's kingdom is hidden in the things done here this morning, in the word interpreted for our time and place, in the promise of new life bubbling up from the fonts, in the promise of renewal through the bread and the wine, and in the mystical gathering of this spirit-filled people. To many outsiders, and perhaps even to us, these things seem as ordinary as Michelangelo's blocks of marble. Yet this marble is in the hands of a master artist who sees the figure hidden within and willingly guides all who are open through prayer. If Michelangelo's David is priceless, The kingdom of God is even more so. And you don't need to buy a plane ticket to Italy to see it and to enjoy it. God gives us the kingdom freely through Christ. The benefits of the kingdom are manifest here today. And if you listen very, very carefully right now, you just may hear the tap, tap, tap of the Master at work. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Sharing the Bread of Life. For more information on the mission and ministries of St. Timothy's Lutheran Church, please visit our website at www.sttimothyskokie.org or like us on Facebook.
Check back next week for a new episode. The blessing of Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you now and always. Thank you.